Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's episode 19, season 9 of the Fighting Cop podcast, the Dan by Ricky. What's happening? How you doing? Been better. Why? Uh, I uh, accidentally scalded my hand at work today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I was just. Oh, you know when you. That's actually look a little bit swollen. Yeah, like it's. You know when you were. Uh, like you got those hot water taps. Yeah, they're mental. And, when uh, the boiling hot water yeah, comes the out of them. Teaspoon was facing the wrong way and it just <laughs> cannoned out. And because I was watching it and it was just pouring over man, I just. You know when you just. It takes a minute for you to think that what's actually happening. And then I went to pour it. Uh, I went to the kitchen to go to the cold tap. And the cleaner was there and just did the British thing of... 
I'll leave it. I did just walk. I went back to my desk and my hand was just boiling hot and throbbing, and I was just like, "Oh fucking hell!" We we did some filming. We did. We've got this film uh, that we've worked on, which basically just we talk about classic football shirts, classic Tottenham shirts. And we did. Me and Rick were down filming our sections of it uh, last Friday. Yeah. And Houston was completely fucked. Yeah. And Ricky, you managed to kind of get on a trail. You went, you went to buy some beers, and there was like no trains anywhere. And That's, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was in M and S uh, and buying their, uh, buying their lager because I'm a geezer. Yeah, nice uh, lager. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's nice. And uh, as I was coming out, I just saw a huge like group of people marching towards that like, down the ramp. That's kind of where my train comes in, and I had no idea whether it was my train or not. And I just and when I was looking at the departure boards, there was nothing saying it was coming anytime soon. So I just thought I'd just gamble, gamble and then um, march down towards where everyone else was. Managed to get a seat, and uh, I was just sitting there waiting because they hadn't put called out where it was going or anything like that. Yeah. So I was just sitting there, this lottery. <laughs> will I get home or am I going to Liverpool? And ask you, why didn't you just ask someone? Oh, uh, yeah, because then if I did ask someone and they said, no, 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 this is one stop to Manchester or something like that, yeah. and uh, they'd know that, because I'd say, I need to go to Milton Keynes or whatever, and then I'd have to spend two hours with them in my carriage knowing that I'm <laughs> going the wrong way. So you'd rather get there? Oh, as, as the train started silent. moving already? Yeah, yeah, it started <laughs> oh, moving. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, you're on board then. Yeah, that's it, yeah. So yeah. What, you got Locked to, in. When, when did you realise you was all right? Uh, as it was coming at, coming out of Euston, and it was just coming up to, uh, I think it was Watford. Then they started reeling off what stations they were right. stopping at, and I knew I was safe. Then good buddy. Hello. How you doing? Good. I've been battling battling personal life stuff, but I'm good, man. What do you mean? Battling my family, battling my wife. So. <laughs> what what yeah. is sort of physical battle? Uh, mental and physical battles. Battle my wife. She's <laughs> sold my car. She's sold my car from underneath me. What? What? So I'm, I'm a fucking proud owner of a Fiat Cinquecento from Saturday. Well, hang on, what, what? So my, my wife has decided that... What we, car did you have? Uh, Alfa Romeo Veloce Giulietta. It sounds nice. I mean, it was a nice, beautiful car. I mean, it's completely ridiculous, but it's a beautiful, lovely car. I love it so much. So? My wife um, has convinced me that it doesn't go anywhere other than sit in our car park. So this time we were more economical with our funds. So... We've gone for a sensible fucking Fiat Cinquecento. And it was like, you know, when um, it's a, a hostage situation and there's someone writing over a ransom check and they're not happy. When you're just staring at it. The sales lady was like, are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, I'm all right. Because my wife was just sat there with a big smile on her face. She's got the car of her dreams. She was nearly in tears. And I've had to get rid of mine. So, all right. Yeah, so I've been battling her. But you lost I lost. <laughs> a selfless act, but was there, was there uh, any return on uh, getting her, her most wanted car? She took me out for pizza. Okay. That's not enough. Yes, yeah. It's not enough. It's so not I'm going to be driving a Cinquecento, <laughs> and I'm pretty tall. Yeah, you I'm going to look like a clown, man, yeah, like a clown go, car. If you go around the corner too quick, it's going over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I need, like, um, a, a sunroof and stick my head out of the top, like Dino <laughs> in the Flintstones. Um, so you talked about scolding your hand, yeah. and with the Andre Gomez injury, I was wondering what... Likewise. Yeah, yeah, what exactly your, the same. What your worst ever? Not, I mean, yeah, um, obviously, but he didn't. You, you didn't whinge about it. You just got on with the pain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what, yeah. What's the worst injury you've ever had? I've, I've spoke about it many times on here when I ripped my foreskin. That's the worst thing that's ever happened to you physically. Uh, well, I tore a calf muscle, which is not that fun. Mm, it's yeah. not that funny either. But so. ripping your foreskin on a on a woman wasn't uh, yeah. <laughs> a lady of the night or no my wife <laughs> oh your wife yeah. <laughs> she's my girlfriend at the time no still yeah. uh, Rick what's your worst ever injury uh, so when I was nine I just got a brand new BMX 
and um, because the handlebars are quite uh, a lot wider than, than a conventional like um, bike, that I was riding the riding the bike along the path, and someone called my name, and I lost my balance, and I I fell sideways onto a parked lorry, and I just whacked up against it, and then my neighbour saw me, she came out, and she was checking me over, and she kept just like saying, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" and She'd seen something, but I couldn't see what she'd seen. And she was checking my head, checking my hand. Then she picked up my left arm and my left finger. Uh, the finger, my wedding finger, was hanging off. Really? Yeah, I, yeah, I never yeah. knew that. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 I did. You had a call on my yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, no, I'm not doing that. I didn't mean, in, in the wintertime, because there's no muscle there, it's, it stings. Fuck. Right, so yeah. what, what we've just seen, right, Ricky's finger is... Can, can, oh, oh yeah, it's a yeah, yeah, finger yeah, in finger yeah, as well. Yeah. We, can we no, do, no, a, no, do a little video? What, of the finger? Yeah, the finger, maybe, just the finger. Maybe, the yeah. digit from hell. Um, no, what we've just witnessed is Ricky's hat put his land hand yeah. flat on the table and his, his wedding finger is just pointing up in the air and when he pushes it down, it, it springs but, back yeah, up. It's, yeah, it's like... <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. It's curled, but Go yeah, that, that's the... That's, that's the worst, and I, I always remember, because I was young and I was scared of injections, they were saying that they have to stitch it back together, uh, and they have to give me loads of injections, and uh, I was like, do you know what, just put a bandage around it, it'll be alright, and yeah. they're like, well, can't do that. we can't do that, and I was just obviously in tears about it, and I think I ended up having like seven injections, two sewing, oh. yeah, yeah, it's fucked, man. Look at it, no, 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 no scar, no. See what will yeah, leave no a scar, the, uh, sorry, I, 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 once when I was drunk, my mate was really drunk as well, he pushed me down the, down the escalators at Hyde Park Corner, oh, so God, I went backwards. How did you have a scar on your head? No, no I, I fell down the stairs as a child, I broke my toe falling backwards down the entire flight of escalators at Hyde Park Corner. I, um, the worst thing I, there's, there's two things. One, I literally sprained my ankle, and I can't tell you. But if you haven't sprained your ankle, it sounds like a minor thing. <laughs> I thought I was going to throw up, it was in that much pain. <laughs> and, and I did it by just running along, and I had Air Max 90s on, and my, it was playing football, and my, it, it just, I must have got the edge of the sole, and the ankle went on the side, and I heard a pop, a crack, oh, and I yeah, thought, I've, I've broken my ankle, yeah. but it was actually air escaping the joint. Yeah. Um, I thought it was air escaping the air max. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it swell, like, must have sw- it swelled, it, within, within a minute, it was like a size three football, yeah. uh, and I ran my dad up and went, uh, dad, I've fucked my ankle, can you come and get me his? Oh, I've had a beer, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a beer, can't come and get you, so I make that to kind of uh, shoulders around. Uh, and the other one was when I, when I was about 13, broke my wrist on a rope swing. Um, and you know one of the ones that someone has makeshift one in a, in a, in a woodland? Yeah. And it's on a hill. So when you swing out, you uh, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I swung it out, and at the very peak of the swing, I, my, my fingers went oh. and apparently flew through the air like a flying squirrel. <laughs> I landed on my wrist, and I broke my wrist, right? But it, weren't like a, it wasn't misshapen. <laughs> and I went back home, and I was like, Mum, I, I think I broke my wrist. And she said, can you move your fingers? I went, yeah. She went, you've probably not broken your wrist, you, you probably just sprained it. Like, go and have a bath. So I had a bath. <laughs> I went home. I went, I, went, I went to bed, woke up, had another day, went to bed. And then by the third day, I was still complaining that my wrist was in quite a lot of pain. She took me to the doctor's, and, and he said, take him to accident emergency immediately. I think he broke his arm. My mum's a nurse. My mum's a fucking nurse. And she didn't, she, she just said, oh, it's just a sprain. Fucking nurse. She, yeah, but she, they see stuff like that all the time, so they're quite... Uh... Well, literally, well, so she couldn't be asked the same. My dad couldn't pick me up because he was pissed, and my mum couldn't take me to the hospital because she couldn't be asked. <laughs> they are good parents, though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, well, let's talk about the uh, Andre Gomez incident. There's a lot to dissect there, isn't there? Yeah. Um, e- e- right. First question is: It's a horrible thing 
it's not a question, a statement. It's a horrible thing where you see players suddenly, their mannerisms change completely, yeah. and they, 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 you can see something bad has happened. And it happened very quickly, didn't it? <laughs> they all kind of like leant over and they were like, oh shit! Yeah. yeah uh, it wasn't good. And the thing about it is when you're watching it on telly, you're like, fuck, what's happened? Because you saw Son just yeah. wheel away, so you knew it was bad. And then his, his leg just came up. You see, yeah. his yellow boot was just po- poking in the wrong direction. You're like, fucking, talk about timing. It's almost like he did it for the gram. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, video will exist somewhere, because it, it, did, it did came up like a telescope. Yeah, just... and then, oh, mate, bless him. That can't imagine the excruciating pain that that, that, no. that he would have been in. Man didn't take oxygen, though, so... It, it did eventually, yeah. right? Did he? I don't think so. What, so you're giving him kudos for that? Well, because so we're watching have... the rugby, and these guys, their shoulders were coming out, and they were just kind of, like, putting a wet sponge on it, and we always thought footballers would be dying if that happened. So he didn't take any oxygen. He's pretty he's tougher than he looks. It's, it is a shame in a way, because he... Uh, no, it is a definite shame in every way. <laughs> Sorry, but um, he, he is such a beautiful football to watch. The way, mm. way he strokes the ball, yeah, carries yeah. the ball, he's, he's class. Um, so it's almost like a shame that if an injury like that had to happen to someone, you'd hope it would be something like Lee Catamole, where he's, he part of his game is getting stuck in. Or yeah. someone ugly who could, like, the scar wouldn't look abnormal on their on the leg. But yeah, he's a, he's a beautiful man. But the, uh, yeah, but I guess we've got a question in that Son was sent off. I think he got a yellow card first. No, no, the referee was going to give him a yellow card, but then the ref saw the leg was dangling off and he gave him a red instead. So on the Patreon... I, oh, we... well, I, I, cause I, I, see, I saw him pull out the yellow. Yeah. So I thought he'd given the yellow and then after he'd seen the injury, he was like, actually, I'm, I'm upgrading this to... Yeah, he, well, I don't know if he officially gave the yellow, but he was going to give him a yellow and then he saw the leg and was just like, fuck that, I'm sending him off. So we, we do this podcast on Patreon. If you want to sign up, patreon.com for Sasha Fighting Cock. $7 a month and get shitloads of other podcasts on top of this one um, and we do one called Five Statements so it's five takeaway points from any game and the last couple we've had to do immediately after the game because we're doing the pod on Monday so generally you leave it a day so there's time to kind of ruminate with this the last two we've done it the minute the game ends and obviously quite emotional so a lot, it's a very different podcast and different tone to what we usually do because we are emotional. And then I love uh, how quick it is out. Well, I I think that that, that how quick we release five statements isn't necessarily a good thing because me and me and Alex had a discussion about this. Whereas just because he was disagreeing with my point, I was getting angry. Yeah, I could tell. Even though he 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 had a, he wasn't saying anything outlandish. Yeah, yeah, and. I just want. I just. I didn't care. I just wanted him to listen to me and then agree with me. He doesn't know. The, the thing is, that I loved how calm he was, and he was. He was like steadfast. To, this is what I think. I know. I'll talk to you about like an like an adult, an adult. and then you were like, <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does that to people. Though. He does it to me all the time. I just want to grin him because he just well, sticks to his point. I mean, and, and he had a fair point, and I, I think I had a fair point. And my point was that he. There was no, there's no situation in the world of football where that is a straight red. And apparently, according to Alex, and I've heard this since, is that there is a law, a rule in football, which means that the severity of injury can upgrade the, the severity of the punishment. And uh, if, if Son hadn't gone in the way he did, and he went in with malice, he did. Mm. I think that's why he reacted so badly. Yeah. He went in with malice... If he, if he hadn't have done that, then Andre Gomez wouldn't have been in a position where he couldn't control how he was going to land or he was put in a situation where he couldn't control and then uh, his ankle wouldn't have been broken as a result. That apparently is the raw law. So what actually happened? So Son 
came in, took him out. Sun came in from behind to the side. And so he slid low. And As he tripped him, tripped Andre Gomez. So then he, and then he went to, did his foot get caught in the no, grass? No, then he, he went over. He lost his balance and then Aurier was there, made a block tackle and that's where... That's where it happened. That, that's where he's so at. he was off balance, and right. when Aurier came in, because he, he was off balance, his leg got caught and poof, it snapped. Then so it's, so Aurier did like the actual Aurier did it, yeah. but he didn't. That was what he did wasn't a foul. No. He was just strong in yeah. the tackle, and it was Son's influence on Andre Gomez that caused it caused the, right. the break ultimately. Yeah, but there are so many variables, and this is the point I was making. There are so many situations where he wouldn't have broke like 99 times out of 100 he wouldn't have broken his ankle in that point it was just Aurier's correct positioning yep. his, the strength of his tackle which he was entitled to do and the fact that he'd been knocked off balance by Son but he could have been knocked off Son could have put him up in the air legs flying him landing on his tummy doing a somersault in the air right and he w- it wouldn't have resulted in an injury but the fact that all of these things came together doesn't then suddenly mean that Son's challenge is any worse or any better it's just a bad it was just a bad it's, it was a bad a horrendous series of events that led to a horrendous outcome yeah. but completely unlucky yeah I don't think it, I don't think it was a red card and it won't be rescinded because if 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 he if they rescind it they have to change the rule which they're not going to do there, there are so many things I think with football especially with the introduction of VAR this season that uh, it's really put kind of the rules under a microscope where a lot of things are, you know, uh, on the grey line where people are, it's a penalty for this one, but then the following week, it's not a penalty and yeah. Mar hasn't been able to overturn that one and it has for this one and, you know, there's loads of different things. I think it's under a lot of uh, a lot of pressure at the moment, especially well, with, with this tackle, like... Um, for, for the next ones coming in, will it be? Will it be? Will they be following following that rule then? I don't think they'll. We'll probably won't ever see that set of occurrences ever again. Brilliant. I don't think that. I, I mean, I guess like it's like one of the things. If you go into a player or barge a player and they run and hit a hoarding, fall over and break the leg, does that? It would, exactly. It'll be a yellow card. Yeah, I, can, I can see that being a red card more. That if, if I push a player, then he flips over the hoarding and breaks his neck, then it's there was recklessness that I pushed him. Man's law. Yeah, yes. it could be. But I, th- I think Sun's, Sun's tackle was, was as you say, abandoned. a series of, unfort- of unfortunate events, pretty much like the football match itself. And it's it was, it's bad luck. So I, I had, when I was watching it, I had a very, very weird experience because uh, it was almost like I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So you're watching a football match. It's within five minutes of ending or whatever it was. I don't know how many, six minutes left or so. And you're then watching players playing football and then to them, all of them sort of freaking out. And Son in fucking tears, like yeah. absolutely blubbing his eyes out. Apparently, he's, um, according to an article in The Athletic, he uh, he turned his phone off and it's good. just gone home to his mum and dad. Um, in Korea? I hope not. <laughs> um, I hope they, they're over here supporting him. Sure they are. Um, yeah, I hope it's just a Chigwell. He's gone home to Chigwell. <laughs> if he's gone home to Seoul, then <laughs> we, we might be in trouble. And we've got to come and talk about Son and how this might impact him. But uh, it was a very odd th- thing there because part of me was like, I hope he's okay mentally to finish this game yeah. before the sending off. And the other part of me was like, he's clearly broken and there are more important things in football than that land football. Uh, what, what, was, what was your it was just a weird thing to watch and experience what was, what, what was your feeling when you saw Son blabbing his eyes out I felt I felt for him because he is 
you get the impression that he's a really nice person and how he interacts with other players and then at the end of the season with other people's kids he he wouldn't do that and i i broke someone's collarbone once and i'm not i'm not a really violent footballer i i played in i was like the original sweeper keeper i i, I was <laughs> the like, original the first one the first one <laughs> in the first sweeper keeper that burnt oak had ever seen and I, I came out to play a high line. I wasn't very good at it. And I um, the thought was there. Yeah, it was uh, the intent was there. So I went for the ball and I missed it. And I followed through and I took out this guy Tommy, I think his name was, and he went flying over my leg and landed on his collarbone and snapped Popped his collarbone. It, yeah. And I, I don't know what my point was, but um, I, I've broken someone before and it, <laughs> <laughs> I felt bad. But you get he'll get over it. Yeah, get that's over like it. mostly what what one night stands I imagine, as well. <laughs> so, no, one night stands. Not only past in the past. A trail of broken women who just have to get over it. Highly satisfied, though. <laughs> Highly satisfied, but emotionally broken. Worn out. Worn, Worn out. Worn out is a good, good one. <laughs> um, I know a bloke, uh, my brothers that listen to this will know as well, Danny Hazel, and I'm pretty sure this is true. I've heard this story. Danny Hazel was a, a lump, an absolute lump, and he was playing defence. I think he was playing right back. Ross, Adam, any of you listen to this, no, please let me know, because it always makes me laugh, this story. He, uh, he was playing right back, and... This guy, there was like a scramble, like 50-50 on the ball, and they got tangled up, and he sat down, and he was a big guy, and he sat on his leg and broke it. Uh, and then, apparently, then it took him a year out of the game, he came back next season against Danny Hazel again, and he broke his leg again. Oh, Did it Dave McKay? Yeah, yeah, Dave McKay, uh, was it... Uh, well, he broke his leg... Twice, came, he came back and broke it again. I think he was against United the second Yeah, time. so... Uh, uh, yeah, just saying. Like it's funny things happening in football. There's nothing worse than the sound of that pop of a no, broken no. leg. If you can hear it. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about the game itself. Um, it was another uninspiring game. Ericsson especially was. Uh, I think I think Ericsson was so poor. The key problem with the team because he's the player that links the forwards to the midfield. And he was really bad, and he, he was awful. And I, the, the fact that Pochettino took him off in the hundredth minute really means Pochettino's taking the piss. He really, do you think? I think he's taking the piss out of us. Oh come on, man! That's what, you, what, what would the end game be? The, the end game, I don't know. But we needed Why a player. Why would he take the piss out of us? <laughs> what, what, what would he get out? Of us? I don't know. I don't know what he's. I don't understand what he's doing. That's he's, mad, he's gone mad. Do you think he's gone a bit, a little bit mad? Can you imagine? Yeah, he's just he's literally losing it a little bit, and like the players in the in the training ground are seeing him kind of twitch. Football and Tottenham have broken him. I quite like the team. I quite like the team he sent out, and I was fully on board with it, much more on board than I was the team that played against Liverpool. Um, yeah. Liverpool. But um, oh fuck, that worked. I didn't think that would work. Yeah, it always works. Um, well, we, uh, what we should say is, we, we instead of for the, to, to kind of add a new dimension to the to the podcast, we're drinking red wine as opposed to beer. Do you know there was a time, uh, uh, Buddy, where you I was in France and you guys did a podcast yeah. at your house mm-hmm. and you sent a picture. I think you even posted it of like the difference between no, when Flav's here and when they ain't. And you had a cheese board and grapes and shit and a couple of nice nice glasses of red wine. And at the time I was watching it, I was like. Mate, we've got a brand to, to keep up. We've got like, like th- th- we're a laddish podcast now. I'm like willfully drinking red wine. Sorry, what did you say? No, but red wine, red wine, red wine is, is a lot nicer than beer at the moment. I, it, it, I've got to a position where I'm not. I'm struggling with beer. Yeah. I'm struggling with it. It's too gassy. Getting old, isn't it? But yeah. So anyway, I, I agreed with the team Pochettino sent out, but I just disagreed with how Ericsson was playing. I would like to have seen him come off earlier, but he didn't. I think the first half performance. That we were almost like inches away from being in a couple of times. Yeah. Or we were an Ericsson performance 
away from really having a good go in that first half. And his ineptitude, and I say it's ineptitude because he's clearly better than his form belies this season. If he was on form, if he, if it was the Ericsson of a year ago, last time we played Everton, yeah, like we we would have we would have had three or four really good chances. We would have been we would have been up at half time because there was a, plenty of occasions on the counter attack where he got the ball and his flicks were off or his through passes were off. There was a couple to Lucas and Son, which had he been on fire, they would have gone through and perhaps we would have been two 0 up at half time. It is time for him to be dropped now, right? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. His stats as well. His stats for, for the game were. Appalling. Yeah. I, I don't think I've seen anything as. What's, as what's worse good, than is that. It, I, I don't. I don't know, man. Is it just? Is it confidence? Uh, no, no, shot? Well, yeah, is shot. He's going to be going uh, probably in January. He'll sign a pre-contract with uh, Madrid or whoever. Sure uh, whoever he, he uh, chooses to, to sign Stoke. with. But the thing is, as well, man. Like, I just don't get. Like, I don't get. I, I do get this. Like, Potts is like he wants to. Uh, he's always saying he needs to get the energy back and that uh, camaraderie within the changing room and get the players uh, playing for each other and um, his kind of uh, persistence of playing Ericsson, who is, who, who's in that like the, the elder statesman of, of our squad. Uh, he's been there for years um, and he's t- turning in yeah. great performance over the years. But, um, you know, we just think it's a lost cause. Just, it's the end just, of the road. Just, you, you know, that, that tooth's dead. And get it out yeah know. and it's not like it's uh, the problem is though is when you do have a bad tooth every most people just wait yeah, and wait go. until it becomes a, an absolute horrible toothache and it, it has to come out it's got it's got to get out now yeah it, it's become a, a toothache he is a it's a he's a root canal right yeah. now and fuck you now in terms of treatment it's yeah. a root canal get him get him out yeah and and, and pay to have an implant like a like a proper proper implant that you can't tell. Yeah. And that I mean the fact is we And when you we, do that you got you got to pay some bunts as well. Mate, yeah, so, it's like two grand actually. Well, so this is what we've got to do. Well, we maybe we have it in Lacelso already. Maybe he could come in and do that. Like you surely give it a chance. Yeah. Like, but wouldn't it be great just to have just to just to have Ndombele, Sessegnon and Lacelso playing in a game that wasn't fucking mental. With every game we've been in is mental. Yeah. It's talking yeah. points galore. Like one that's just at home versus Sheffield United. Uh, that's going to be that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... weird that it's got to the stage where we're shitting ourselves to play Sheffield United. Yeah, but they're fucking up for it. That's the thing. No, not Sheffield United. I'm like like Bournemouth for home. Bournemouth for home, right? Yeah. Just you, all the new recruits, just playing. Just go out and express yourself. Have fun. No, enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy the it. occasion. There's yeah. nothing that, right now. It's just like there's so much pressure. You just. Don't go out there and fuck up. It's, it's essentially what I, I think for that game as well. I think both teams were both teams, both managers, yeah. maybe in agreement. Yeah. Draw. We both don't get sacked. We both like you know. It's. I think it was such a cagey affair with teams both lacking in confidence, both teams not wanting to lose, but both teams still trying to get you know the the, the better of each other. And I, I kind of would have predicted before the game it was going to be a draw. But um, it was, yeah, it was, it was just, it was a cagey affair. That there was, there, there were uh, mistakes from both teams. There were chances. I mean, they were chances shit. Both yeah, teams. neither neither teams were, were good. What do you guys think about the um, the, the the penalty 
decisions for loved it. For, for loved it. So there was they the, should have had two. Uh, <laughs> no, they shouldn't. Sanchez, no. Sanchez on no, Sanchez I, on Richardson. Richardson, that was a pen. We've we've talked about Sanchez being a bit of a yeah, pussy, but I quite liked how tough he was. Uh, yeah. he, 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 he smacked Richardson around. He did. He had a good, and he was fairly good on the ball as well. Apart from one time when he lost the ball on on the on, by and large, thought he was all right. I think with the Tongan, we'd have found Davies on that left hand side. So we're weak on that left hand side. We'd have found. Um, Vertonghen would have found Davies on the left hand side over and over again. Yeah. Davies got a start though, right? He was yeah. a, he was he was yeah. fine. He was a cl- he's a club captain <laughs> <laughs> currently. Um, we had a, in, a, 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 I had a DM, Darian. Uh, he says uh, when I drove into work this morning, I switched on the podcast app and loaded up season three, episode thirty two. He loaded the app, the fighting cock app, or his podcast app. Oh. We just lost one nil to Arsenal at home to a Rasicky goal. I remember it. They mm. scored in like yeah, thirty seconds. My birthday. The pod complained that Soldado didn't come on sooner. It cheered me up after yesterday. I'd recommend people go back and listen to older pods <laughs> to put the current plight into perspective. <laughs> Could you imagine now, like, like begging Soldado to come on? And it links into we've got uh, Barney's Brainbusters. Yes, it's back. Oh shit! We would have introduced this with an intro, so don't worry. Oh, I was just scared that you were going to get to half time and forget it. What do you want to do before half time? No, no, no. But just as a kind of segue into like it's shit, but it's been shitter. So what is Bardi's Brainbusters this this week? So if if people don't know, Bardi is like a a, a quiz master supreme. And (laughs) a couple of years ago, when we had so much space to record in, we used to do the Bardi's Brainbusters. At least years and years, actually, it's been going ages. And. T is like a fuck. He's like autistic with mm. He's that good. Um, anyway, T ain't here. Me and you are here, and and, and you've created a quiz based yeah. on how when we were shit. When when we were shit, yeah. and we've uh, got a, we've got to have a, a little uh, quiz off. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's football. Is, it's a funny thing. Football, and I'm I'm not going to say the words about Pochettino and 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 a, and a verb, but. It, it can, it's it's going to get better. I'm I'm now gone past the point of it's shit and it, we, it needs to change. I, I have just for no no feeling other than the fact that it might get better. <laughs> so I'm just going to say it's going to get better. We're working on a podcast actually where every member of the Fighting Cock, um, we're going to be doing a ten minute conversation with each of you and um, and, and figuring out where you are at with Poch, whether it's Poch in, Poch out, Poch with in with a caveat or potch out with a caveat uh, so we can work on it towards the end of next week and, and hopefully it'll be out maybe Friday if I get my act together but we did a um, a poll don't usually do these but on the, on the fighting cock we did a poll this is where you at and it's two 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 options potch in or potch out uh, po- currently potch in 76% and potch out 24% and obviously a lot of these people have caveats which we're not going to go into but that 5,752 people voted so that's a pretty accurate uh sample of where the fan base is at i mean if you look at tottenham over the last few weeks we we pumped red star we pushed liverpool close and were a little bit unfortunate there we got a point away to everton if you don't take in the narratives and everything else regarding those games it hasn't been a bad run of results if we win, if we beat Sheffield United next week, then you could almost look at it on, on paper, thinking uh, the ship's been turned around. For me as well, like we've been in. So pe- people are saying that you know we haven't won uh, an away games is it since January? Well, well, like in the league we won against Ajax, remember? In the- yeah, uh, in the league, yeah, um, and the kind of. Uh, 
our league form was paved over the cracks by the, the Champions League run and uh, the form has been pretty shit but um, it can only be shit for so long surely like surely well, there's like this turning point <laughs> where you can't like it's just not gonna nothing lasts forever no uh, and obviously we the, the kind of financial might of the football club means that it it'd have to be cataclysmic in order for things to, to really fall apart. We've just got too much money. We've got too, the, the, the chairman that's too shrewd and the manager that's too good for this to, to continue. However, this week it has popped into my mind a couple of times that what if it doesn't turn around and like by the end of the season it's a rele- relegation dogfight? Uh, I don't do you think we're equipped for six-pointers. No, no, you, you, I thought you were going to say, I don't think that's going to happen. No, oh, no. I don't think we're quick to fight that fight. No, we won't get there, but if we do get there, if something we're happens, we're fucked <laughs> because we don't, we're not equipped for six points. We can't, we, can't do, we can't do Watford away on a fucking windy, cold night. We'll lose. Well, this is it. Can we do Sheffield United at home? Yeah, because it's going to be a three o'clock kickoff and it'll be sunny and it'll be all right. But, and, and we're still in fucking 2019. We can't do away games on a Monday night because we're out of the Champions League 20, in 2020. No, we're in trouble. We can't get there. We, we need to stay out. It's like yeah. if you're... Yeah, go home. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning. Go home. Don't stay out because you're just going to get in trouble. They are up for it, Sheffield United. Yeah, yeah, they are. Uh... That's next week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got... Uh, on Patreon, we're doing an interview with uh, two Sheffield United fans. Uh, to, to figure out what's going on with Chris Wilder's team. Nice. Um, it's like the, the thing is, is that if you on paper, if you look at it in terms of their form, they sh- they could cause anyone problems at the moment, and they have caused people problems. Yeah. Um, but it's almost like that doesn't matter. All of the realities of this fixture don't matter. If we lose to it, it's, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh fucking hell, man! If we lose to Sheffield, yeah, that's. I think if we lose midweek and lose to Sheffield United, he's done. Really, yeah. two games. So. It'd be hard yeah. to defend if we lose both those games. <laughs> yeah, it's <right>? yeah. <laughs> getting hard to defend him anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's getting really hard. <laughs> Where are you at? Just round the table quickly. Are you potch in, potch out. What time? Um, I've, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm. I, I right, can't, you're on the I brink. Can't, yeah, I, I can't commit either way. Uh, I'm still potching because. I think if we uh, if, if we sack him now and get a new manager in, um, he'll want to get rid of loads of players, bringing in his own players, own you know playing style, and that cycle it takes like two years for for that to to see to see the fruits of those labour. But I think if we uh, get a couple of people in in Jan and we start to see uh, some of the older players returning to their old form and coming back from injuries and stuff, I think we can get up the table quicker and change it round quicker Where, than think- we get a new manager and, and all that yeah. shit. The only the only, a positive I can take is I would rather be in this situation with Pochettino than Arsenal in the current with situation with Emery. Yeah. Because at least we have something to judge upon that Pochettino has done this. Whereas with Emery, he, his form regarding away form and results has, has been shit. The, pre, the problem with the, his career. The, yeah, and the problem with Arsenal is, and his away form is horrendous all over. Yeah, apart, other than PSG, it's course, been terrible everywhere. Not, it's just an anomaly in it. But the, um, the problem with Arsenal and what you're seeing now is it really doesn't matter who's the manager of their football club. They will always react to the bad results in the way that they do. And the fan base will always turn quickly. And it's, which is why they will probably, unless they get a Pep Guardiola level coach, they will never, they will never allow a coach to fail enough in order for him to regain his form. Maybe that's a fault of Tottenham fans as well. Maybe we're too yeah. forgiving. 
but I just I just feel like I'm not sure Emery was ever the right coach anyway no. but it just feels like they're part of the problem their, their fan base is part of the problem yeah Arsenal board weren't talking too much about them they, they bottled it they should have just gone with Arteta someone who knew the club was unknown and he would he would have been allowed a fuck up of a season where they didn't qualify for Champions League, and he would have been allowed a, sl- a struggling start to the next. Maybe, season. maybe I don't think they would allow anybody. Where are Arsenal fourth? Yeah, no, 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 no. Fifth, they're fifth, oh, so yeah. they're six <laughs> points behind Chelsea. No. We're ten points behind fourth. Yeah, but I've already kind of given up that ghost. Yeah, though. I, th- I well, think, but I think people need to let go of Champions League as well. Now, yeah, it's, because it's it's. For me, it's done, and we it's just about it. regaining that. Yeah, we've got to win the Champions League the only way. But why not? It'd be a great story. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what story for Amazon? Yeah, Amazon, will, I have a theory. Not, that you don't deserve it, Amazon. I'd rather <laughs> not win the Champions League. So Amazon don't have that story. No, I don't mind Amazon taking that story. No, right, I absolutely fucking would it. love them to. Yeah. We'd have a fucking or even FA We'd have an actual DVD, a yeah. good one. A good one. <laughs> not, not, not like beating Arsenal 5-1, an actual good DVD. That would Prime be. for life. Yeah. Prime <laughs> for life. Prime for life, not even ordering any parcels. Yeah. Just, like, just, just or, or paying just, it just so we or, get that Champions League. Ordering parcels just... Like for I the sake that, of it, I get that tattoo. Prime for life. I don't look, I know, Amazon Prime. Even for when life. Dave, when when Spurs didn't win the league, I was a little bit happy because I didn't want a Dave tattoo. We all agreed that back in the day, if you're new listening to the podcast, we all agreed that uh, we were all going to no, get money. No, we didn't all agree. Well, everyone was sort of pressured into agreeing that that if we'd won the league that year, that we have to get my 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 dad's name tattooed on him, on us. Because he was the first one that believed. He believed that October that we could win the league after think, being West Ham. And, and what 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 it's what was that Leicester? Is that Leicester season? That was the Leicester season. Right, so that's how close we came to it. And there was a, we had a good 300 people on board, and Lau Hardy, who's a famous tattooist in North London, agreed to do them all for free. <laughs> so we had, we had everything in place. I think that was kind of peak. Just Tottenham just turned out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to- all the main all, thing. <laughs> all that's happened was Tottenham just to fucking win the league. Uh, um, uh, Deli Alley's goal was superb. Yes. Um, they made a mistake in midfield. I think it was actually Gomez that made a mistake. Or was it no, it was a Wobi. Uh, yeah, that's right, yeah, which is nice. Um, and we broke away. Uh, Deli Alley, I thought he'd fucked it by cutting inside and created beautiful space. Yep. Drilled it in, you think, and that's the Deli Alley. Yeah. There's a little reminder. And he actually had a good game. Yeah. He's got to play close to goal. He can't be deep. He can't be taking it off the centre backs. His his the way he plays, Two, the, yeah. his flicks and his movement, it, it doesn't work for a centre midfielder. Yeah. And he, yeah. Played, he, yeah. t- he played left for, for a lot of it. And I think actually maybe. Ericsson in that position might get alleviated some pressure for him to create and just had Delhi as number 10. His, his best form was when uh, he was playing close to Kane. Mm. And um, But even in, in the Champions League semi-final against Ajax, when as soon as it was it was Lucas and then Delhi just off him, Delhi's um, flick for the final goal, his movement for the other goal, he's, he, he's at his best when he's close to the opposition goal, not when he's trying to dictate tempo. We've got a question from Keke underscore 19. says, is it possible to win away games in football? Quick round the table. Yes. Yes. No, it's absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, oh, can you see that? And I was like, yeah. How could you see? Just the way that their board was like slightly turned and I was just like having a little few... Uh... <laughs> so I, I met my um, my brother and his missus about five years ago and uh, the missus' niece was with them. They were in a pub. Uh, it wasn't like late, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon when kids were allowed in the pub. And uh, there's like games and stuff. So I said, I'll give you a game of Guess Who. I'm really good at Guess Who. And she, uh, she was like, all right, well, we'll play a game. It's a tiny little sweet little girl. And we had, um, uh, we had all the, the it flipped up. It was like old school, the good one. 
And I was like, well, the only way I can't beat her, because obviously I'm going to outwit a four-year-old girl, uh, is to guess straight away. To give her every opportunity, <laughs> just guess straight away. Obviously, like, how many how many uh, flips are there? There must be yeah, 40. 24. Well, well, 24. So yeah. 24 out of one is unlikely. And yeah. obviously smashed her to bits when I pulled out her, 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 <laughs> her card. And she looked at me like I'd... It, she looked at me in a really bad way. <laughs> like, just like I've, I've destroyed her world. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's the end of that story. Uh, Fighting Pocket <laughs> is, is, is sponsored by Fansbet. Fansbet is a company who, you know, like any other betting uh, bookie, um, has markets in football and other sports as well. Uh, we're partnered up with Fansbet because they give half of their money, or half their profits, back to fan causes. Um, if you like a flutter of football... Uh, this is a, a good company to spend your money with. Um, you can sign up to a, an account. It's fansbet.com. Uh, when you sign up, there's a drop-down menu that uh, has our name on it, The Fighting Cock. Uh, so if you do that, select us, and then they'll know that you've come through The Fighting Cock, and it makes us look good in front of them. So, uh, yeah, yeah fansbet.com. If you like a flutter at football, then consider using them. They're a good, good bunch of eggs. Yeah. Not like Alex, who's a bad egg. <laughs> probably yeah, probably egg. bad egg. Like an egg that's been left in the sun <laughs> for a few days. Um, yeah, so like, like as a throwback to the fighting cock of yesteryear, uh, we thought we'd bring back a, a kind of diluted version of Barley's Brainbusters. Well, it stopped because we need four people. We do, and, and uh, if it's just three of us and T's one of them, then it's almost pointless. It's a waste of your time and our time and yeah. the listeners' time. I mean, there's some great episodes where T was up against um, Dan Kilpatrick from the Evening Standard and good. Tom Foynes, yeah. and um, T pulled out Froda Grodas out of nowhere and, yeah. and beat him. Did, I don't think on the podcast that T ever got beat. He only lost the, um, the, live, the very first live show we did yeah and that was because um hasbers stitched him up and had he answered a normal question then as in in the killer game he would have um t would have won but has fucked him well so what was great about that is the only time t has lost is in front of uh, a live studio li- li- live studio audience back when we used to do the fight and got live uh he yeah. says it doesn't count He's just, he was reeling from it for days, really. I, mean, I don't think he's still out because you imagine like he's built up this, and, and rightly so, he is insanely good at, at this sort of Spurs but trivia. My favourite is is Windy because Windy is always really good after the event, and he's like, "Oh, I knew that." Like, no, you <laughs> fucking did it. Of course, you knew it once you everyone said it. You should do it on the extra inch. I, I think Nathan. Well, I don't know. These laptops, man, they don't they don't know knowledge like the <laughs> they haven't got well, depth. If, you, if you ask them about what was the the possession percentage of Spurs versus Watford nineteen eighty one, they they'd find a way of answering that a bit. Alright, so so what so what what's the theme of this quiz? Me versus Ricky, what's the it's, theme? It's um Barty's Brainbusters the worst quiz. The worst. So there's five questions, but there are op- each question is worth I, I need a fucking pen. Uh, let's let's stop for the um, for the thing, man. Alright, of course. Right, here we go. Okay, in May 2016, for the final game of the season, we travelled to Newcastle and lost. But who started alongside Eric Dyer in centre midfield that day? Jesus. <laughs> Ericsson? No. 
centre midfielder. He's like, oh, so I'm going for the two. So we played four, two, three, one. Who was who played alongside Eric Dyer? Winks. Winks. It's like I was still at Newcastle <laughs> in 2016. Oh, the five-one so, game. Right, okay. I was, I'm pretending that I... Uh... Was it Pentelib? No, it Mason. Wasn't. Mason! What yes! Come on! <laughs> that was a terrible day. Sissoko was captain of Newcastle. Yeah, mate, what, yeah. Did they play for Newcastle that game? Yeah, he was their yeah. captain. Well, at least he was on the pitch. <laughs> he was on, there's a Barney bonus point here. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck, if you can't know the first ones, who was sent off for Newcastle that day? They had a man down. They were a man down, man. How long? Uh, they score after at least twenty five minutes, and they, they scored. Ten, yeah, they, they scored more goals. Oh my god! Uh, he sent off. Was it John Joe Shelby? No, he's, he was a striker. Uh, it would have been Mitrovic. Mitrovic. Uh, oh, so that's two 0 right? Fucking two 0 This is gonna be a whitewash, isn't it? I hope so. <laughs> November twenty thirteen, Spurs played Man City away, but what was the score? Five nil. No. 4-1. No. 5-1. No. 7-6-1. No. 2-1. No. It's the worst, so it's got to be pretty bad. 7-1. No. Is it Laurie Singal? 6-1 it was. No, it was a 6-1. 5-0. No. 6-0. 6-0. Fucking hell. T is turning right now. If he was dead, he'd be... There's a body bonus point again on offer here. I'll take it. Which Spurs player made their first ever Premier League start that game? Remember this, 2013? Yeah. I don't oh, even know why. I was stupid. <laughs> Which Spurs player made their first ever Premier League start? So he'd played in the Europa League. He'd, Ericsson. He'd come on as a substitute in the North London derby earlier in, in, in August. Bentaleb. No. He was uh, he was part of the Magnificent Seven. Paulinho. No. Uh, Soldado. No. Kirikesh. No. Uh, Ericsson. No. <laughs> Chadley. No, there's only one left. <laughs> Who's the other one? Uh, I don't know. Um... Uh shit, man. I'm just trying to... There's one left of the Magnificent Seven, other than Soldado. Oh, shit. Still at the club. What? Ericsson? Still plays, but he's injured. Oh, God. He's always injured. Lamella! Lamella! Oh, good Ricky, though. Ricky gets up. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I'm <laughs> out. Oh, fuck, my rib is hurting. <laughs> I was holding my breath, but they're never going to get it. It's December the 23rd, 1999. Brilliant. We played Newcastle away in the FA Cup and got absolutely spanked. What was the score? 7-1. No. That was a different occasion. 6-2? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. 5-1. No. 4-0. No. 4-1. No. 4-5-1. 3-0. Really... Oh, I'm not going to, because we can't keep just running through numbers. It was 6-1. Anyway, <laughs> that was like... 6-1. See, it's been so bad. It's been so it's been bad. bad. Which former magpie scored Spurs' goal that day? David Kerslake. No, this is 1999. <laughs> 1999. Stephen Carr. No. No, former magpie. Former. So we, it was a former Newcastle player in the Spurs team who scored for Spurs that day. This is why we don't do it. Ginola. Ginola, go on, Rich! That's why we don't do it in T's now, yeah. There's a body bonus point for this. It's 3-2. On the bench for Spurs that day, and he came on, was another former Newcastle player. Who was it? Rule Fox. Rule Fox! Get in there! Fucking hell, straight out of there. That's good, I like that. So this one, there's, there's three points on offer here, Ricky, so you could you could take the lead here. Right. You Currently 4-2 me. You could. Uh, yes, it's 4-2. You could take the lead. So it's the 4th of February, 2004. It's the FA Cup again, and it's that infamous game versus City, 
We lost 3-4. But who scored Spurs' goals that day? Ledley King. One for Flav. Oh, God. 2004. Ferdinand? No, no someone else whose name... The, the Ferdinand's a ridiculous thing to is say, isn't it? K and Z. Christian Zieger. Christian oh, Zieger. fuck's sake. There's one more. There's another one. Is it? Was it uh, Simon Davies? No. Begins, his name begins with K. His surname begins with K. William Corston? No. <laughs> Much more obvious <laughs> than that. I think it is too uh, late. Ke- Come on, Ricky! K. K- hey. um, Keller. <laughs> no. Uh, K. His surname began with K. In 2004? Yeah. It was a striker. He was pretty good. Pretty good? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good for Spurs. I know it. Scored a lot of fucking goals. Canute. No! What? <laughs> Scored even more goals than Canute. Keane! Keane! Garrick! Shit! It's bad because I Canute was like so far out. And I, what was I said? Willem Corston. He, he was like 91, 90. No, no. He would have been. Willem Corston, I don't know, but he only. No, scored early goals 2000s. That United. Was, I, I, don't ask me the questions. Right, I right, questions sorry, mate. Too, sorry. <laughs> okay. So, um, I don't think Ricky can. Ricky can win, but anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll carry, carry on. Carry on. Well, how far is he behind? He's three behind. Yeah, he's three behind. So, right. how about you get double points for it? Give him a chance. <laughs> Some reason I wrote here. Yeah. Anyway, it's the 97 98 season. Not oh, that yeah. it makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> and we're playing Chelsea at home. We get pumped 1 6, so 6 1. Which Spurs defender scored our goal that day? Dean Richards. King. No, but he was a bit of a donkey. Doherty. No. Uh, Vega. Vega, go yes. Fuck it up. I remember that. Would it, yeah. Body bonus point here, so Ricky can make this respectable. Yeah, excellent. Which Spurs Academy prospect came off the bench? Which Spurs striking Academy prospect came Stephanie, off the bench? Stephanie, no. That's not... So this is what, a, in that game? Yeah, it's a Spurs Academy prospect. What year? 97, Sean 98 Fenn. season. No. Slabber. No, he was, me slabber. He he, he 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 got sold to Portsmouth, and he once left Portsmouth to go and watch the Ashes. Uh, no, no, Paul McVeigh. No, 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 what? the other one. <laughs> You've gone Fen McVeigh. There's another one. Uh, he just fucked off Portsmouth and said, "I know this. Watch the cricket. I remember this. Of course, you know. He started once up front against uh, Manchester United in the FA Cup away. Neil, it wasn't Neil Fen. It was the other one. The two of them started. People are gonna be shouting at the at their, at their earphones right now. Shit, um, His first name is quite posh. His surname is a, a surname that we've seen uh, before at Spurs. Same surname. He retired at 25. Gone too soon. Hashtag. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's not going to get here, What was the winger at the 91 FA Cup? What was his name? Paul, Paul, Paul Stewart. Paul, no, he's like up front. Paul Walsh. Who was the first Spurs? Who, Rory Allen. Rory Allen. Well done. Uh, you give it to us, though. Yeah, T is fucking quaking in his boots. This quiz would have been finished ten minutes ago. <laughs> so, uh, Flav, you won. Congratulations. I don't feel like I should be congratulated. Seven four. It's all right. Beautiful. You can, only beat, game. you can only beat what's in front of you. Yeah. That's right. That's a disappointment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm <laughs> yeah. fine with that. I feel like out of all fine of us, man. I'm second best to T. No way. I am. I'm um, like, yeah, I, I think you are. Yeah, thanks. Wait, I think Windy would be. Uh, I'll no, sma- no, no, I'll no. smash Windy's gut. In, in. in situations where there's been Flav, T, Windy, 
Flav has always got really close. There's videos on Facebook of Flav getting close to Yeah, I'll get, I'll get close with those that go, I'm Tottenham, oh, uh, yeah. essentially, of the body yeah. brain uh, okay. the world. Uh, so, like, that, that we should bring this back. It yeah, was, yeah. It was I fun. Think, yeah, this yeah, is good. So, fun. even when Spurs are shit, we have fun, don't we? Hmm. All right. Uh, we've got uh, Dr. Chock on Twitter. He says, Is Gazagniga's cock as pretty as his eyes? I imagine he, had, he has a magnificent piece. Mm. Not necessarily the biggest, but lovely. Okay. Well Not trimmed and a um, nice shape to it and a nice curve. Yeah, the curve. Yeah, that goes nice there was a, to it. You, well, do you know, like when, when you're growing <laughs> up, and there, was, there, well, no, there, there was always a kid. Like you, you find yourself where in, in my like adolescence, I found myself in situations where people were getting their cocks out. It weren't like a like I was being abused kind yeah. of thing. It's just like there were dicks out for some reason. I can't remember why. And there was always one kid whose, whose dick was bending, bent round to the left. And at the time, I was thinking, I'm glad mine doesn't bend around to the left. Yeah. But now, realizing yeah. that's probably quite a, useful when in the sexual situation. But not yeah. to the left, if it kind of bends bend upwards, up, like yeah, an arch. Yeah, could like hit yeah. that G spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always remember, like a, a mate of mine. He said that <laughs> this is this is quite bad actually. But uh, when he was uh, younger, I can't remember how, how old he was. I think he was like nine or something. Like he was in a, he went to a public toilet and. Um, this doesn't sound great. No, no, and, and uh, Body, he, he was saying that uh, he, ha- he heard a knock on the door and he was like, oh, someone's in here. Uh, and he said that... I know. Uh, yeah, and uh, he said that a man popped his erection under the door. Under the and, door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, How like, did he do that? I don't know. And he said... To this day, he said it's the most immaculate erection. He said there was no veins, the, no curve, the no immaculate nothing. erection. He, he said it was just the smoothest erection. He was like, you got to give it to some people like that. Yeah, like, if, they, if they've got a cock that good, then it needs to be shown around. Yeah. No, no colour fade from where, <laughs> no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, foreskins yeah. been circumcised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah or or no, no, no colour difference between different. No colour differential between the body and the penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like with uh, with Rick, he's like he's, his penis is insanely dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the helmet is what? Like, like obviously. Well, I, I can, like, the, the amount of times I've seen it, not that many times, but I'd say six times. Yeah. Um, it, all of it's very dark. Yeah. Like, you, you'd be surprised. Like, if I just saw Ricky's dick, I wouldn't think that he had the complexion that he did. I thought it'd be a little bit darker. Yeah. <laughs> At uni, I had a lot of people who just used to get naked. Like, men who just, I don't know. They play just, rugby? Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing about that, isn't it? What 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 happened? You end up sucking dick or what? No, I never sucked okay, a dick. But um, what I would like because we're so talking about Gazaniga. Well. Yeah, of course. But I just want to say on Gazaniga, I've been a big critic of him, but I think he's playing splendidly. I mean, given the fact that he's he, we have no choice and he, he, we're relying on him, he has he, he's done well. Hasn't he's he? stepped up. Yeah, yeah. last year, yeah, last few games, good. yeah, he's been good. Distribution good. Shotstopping good. Shotstopping is better. He's still catching. He's still yeah. Shocking, so we can't good. ask anymore, really. No, he's been good. Yeah, you have got to be grateful with it, really. Um, got news and articles. Spurs have held official talks with agent of uh, Ajax goalkeeper Andre Onana. Onana. Have we just started a chant? No, no, <laughs> I think that already exists. I don't want it to be someone that terrorists. That's a, is that Rihanna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew it. You knew it straight away. Of course he did. Sorry. All right. I'm just, saying, I'm just trying to play for you, know. Throw me under the bus uh, to discuss a potential summer transfer. That's from the Telegraph with uh, a G R A F, which I, I presume is a Dutch newspaper. <laughs> the, yeah. Dutch, the Dutch version of the Telegraph, Telegraph. <laughs> like Steffi Graf. Uh, um, uh, t- Thirty-five mil quoted. That's fine. He's so a, Alison was sixty-two. He's yeah, a know, splendid goalkeeper. I really like him. Yeah. I don't know how, yeah, you say that splendid, but like we're for uh, 
more a second goal where he spilled it, jumped around. And Do you know what, he, what he... What no, 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 because... Steeps no. and racism. Because no, 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 yeah. it is a little bit. It is, isn't it? No, is he, how can he be good? No. <laughs> because he's from Africa. Yeah, how can, he be, how can an African goalkeeper be good? What's wrong with you? He's not even African, I've just talked about the complexion of your penis and now you're shitting on your own. But um, if you remember the second goal, he actually makes an incredible save from Lorente. That's right. So Lorente, yeah, Lorente was two yards out, and he makes an insane save from Lorente. Um, he's a little bit small, so I, the crossing might be an what issue. What about Pickers? Fuck Pickford, man. He's a waste. Fuck that. Honestly, every time the ball went through, went, went back to him, no issues. Just get well here. Yeah, but and just that ball. He, he played across. Fuck him. I know you've shit. got an agenda. Like uh, you, you can't talk about Pickford like we can. Like he's no, a decent goalkeeper. You've hated him. You've got to stick with it. And I'm, admire on my, it. I'm on my hill, man. Yeah, yeah. No, fair play. Fair play. But Onana's great. I'd love him at Spurs. I was impressed. 35 million from a Dutch side, kind of. The goalkeeper's the one you can kind of... The last time we bought a, uh, a goalkeeper from a Dutch side. Yeah. Didn't go too yep, well, the did octopus. it? The octopus. <laughs> <laughs> Who still mean. holds the record, I think, for the least amount of goals conceded at home in a season. Yeah, nine, wasn't it? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh my God, we were shit that yeah. season. How yeah. did they do that? Yeah, it was. It was nine home goals in a season. Yeah. Uh, and then, but but when it mattered, and I'm not saying those games didn't matter, but when it mattered, he literally threw the ball in his own net. Yeah, and then he'd cry and feign injury. Yeah, and like, get stoked. And, <laughs> and he wore a gum shield and he couldn't take his own goal kicks. Yeah, that, yeah, that was it. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't want to go back to that ever again. Uh, Bayern Munich, uh, it's Kovic or Kovac? Kovac. Kovac, right. He, the, he's been sacked by Bayern Munich. They fired yeah. him. They, they fired him, yeah. yeah. Today? Today, yeah, he got sacked. He's, uh, he's, they're fourth in the league in the Bundesliga, which isn't good enough for no. Bayern Munich. And they uh, they've lost two in the league, but I've I haven't seen a team come to Tottenham and, and the record books would show this uh, demolish us in the way that they did. Yeah, it seems crazy then. That well, they got pumped last. They got pumped at the weekend um, away to Frankfurt five one. They were yeah. down to ten men for a long time, but they right. got proper pumped. Yeah, I guess when you're a club of that size, that you you're, you just can't lose. You're not allowed to get pumped. No, mm-hmm. not yeah, you're not allowed to get pumped and, and you lose one game. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be, uh, to be honest any top manager shouldn't be allowed to be pumped <laughs> no. like just like like do tactics or something like, do, you just play your proper players do some tactics so that we don't get pumped at least mm. um, but when you are at a club there are like three or four clubs in this world where if you lose a couple of games you're under pressure and Bayern Munich would be one of them and compared to their their budget compared to everyone else yeah Pochettino's yeah. been linked well the problem that Bayern won the league last year but it's kind of because the, the funny thing about the Champions League is in the, in the winter months, teams can look amazing than when we played them in the summer. So uh, in, the, in the spring, early, uh, uh, early spring, they changed. Like when we played Dortmund. Yeah. Dortmund were amazing. They were flying stage. at that time. And, then when and we, in the top of the league, I think, exactly, when we played them, yeah. Smashing everybody. Then when we played them in February, they would fall apart and we, we, we smashed them easy. And what happened to Bayern is where they were able to... Do you think it's a break or something? Season. Possibly. But it's just some teams can't continue the form. They can't hold on to that kind of. We're gonna. Uh, we so is it a good thing for a winter break or not? No, I don't think. I don't think the winter break had anything to do with it. But um, Bayern were able to win the league last year because Dortmund fell, fell away off. so yeah. badly, and um, I don't think they're willing to trust Kovac to be able to pull it back again. We um, we we're, we're going to be doing a social for the second leg against Bayern. Oh, the second leg, the, 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 the away the, the away tie. And given the fact they're in a bit of disarray, maybe we can get a result. Yeah. I, well, yeah, the thing is, know. we don't need to get a result if we beat Red Star. We're not going to beat Red Star. No, we will need to get a result, trust me. Yeah, we don't <laughs> if, we can, if we beat Red Star and then we 
beat Olympiacos after that at home, then, then I think we're okay. Yeah, we are okay if we win t- those two games. That would yeah. be nine points. Yeah. No, ten points. Ten points. No, 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 nine. No, what? In fact, then we no, Olympiacos away. We need ten points to get through, basically. Yeah, ten points. So Olympiacos away, one point. Uh, Red Star at we're home. Four. Three, yeah. Red Star we're away, no, four, seven. Seven. And Olympiacos home, that's ten. ten. That's, ten. That takes us through. That's not going to happen, though. No, it ain't, because we'll have to go to Bayern Munich and get a point. Yeah. As long as Bayern keep pumping everybody else other than us, we'll be okay. Okay, fair enough. Uh, any any worries about Pochettino being leaked? I think we're well past them. <laughs> no, <laughs> good, 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 go with the grace of God. <laughs> we're, we're, we're well past worry, you know, that, being worried about that. Uh, Oriere article on Athletics says, Can Pochettino fix him? Is he worth it? I've, uh, I've seen enough to say that if he wants to stay as a backup fullback, then that's fine. Can he fix him to, to be our starting fullback? Then absolutely not. We've been linked with Max Aarons. And actually, you know Max... Uh, is it Max Aarons? Max Aarons? Why are you laughing? No, it's because... No, uh, is it Max Aarons? Yeah, yeah it's it Max, Max Aarons. Yeah. From, from Norwich? Norwich. Yeah. yeah. So I've got a DM from his... Uh, uh, from uh, Max? No, not from him. Oh. Oh, well, that'd be good. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a school teacher. He's former school teacher. Fuck. What? Uh, yeah, I forgot to say... And uh, I didn't even respond to this guy, so I'm really sorry because you're going to be listening to this. Uh, yeah, his former school teacher uh, said that he, yeah, he was always good, great model student, brilliant attitude, but he's a lifelong Chelsea fan. So that's, I don't mind. I nice could deal with that. No one gives a fuck about that. Anyway. No, just make, just make us better. <laughs> yes. Just make us better. This is uh, this is taking away from from what we're doing now. But do you remember? I just remembered it. The, the conversation we had from the the lad at Classic Football Shirts. And uh, the lady that came in, the South Korean lady with her phone cover. Oh right, so we so this so we're doing this filming last week. Uh, classic football shirts. They've, they've got a shop in Shoreditch, and uh, basically we they, they gave us access to their store, and we, they had all of these old uh, Spurs classic footballs, some amazing ones, amazing, as well. yeah, and dear, like really expensive. There was a 1982 um, centenary centenary kits, a hundred years. And it was selling for like 400 quid. Fuck. So yeah. if you've got old kits, like yeah. it's valuable. Keep hold of yeah. them. Especially adult versions of the kits. Keep hold of them. I think the older ones are probably a bit more valuable and will be continuing to be valuable. Yeah. But keep hold of them anyway. Yeah, so um, they get a lot of uh, Korean people coming in. Obviously asking for Son shirts. Not really understanding the classic football <laughs> model. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he was uh, he was serving a young lady, when. Yeah, serving a young lady. And uh, he, he noticed that she had... Um, like her mobile phone in her hand, and uh, he caught a little uh, glimpse at uh, her mobile phone cover, and uh, he had to have a second look, and then he'd he what he'd seen was 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 true, and <laughs> he'd asked her like, C- can you like expand on it? And she had a uh, a what? montage, montage. Like, uh, uh, like you know like, when you know when like there's little pictures and big pictures yeah. like, all over the back of her. They've done it themselves and put it together. It was all of Daniel Levy. On the back, <laughs> no, of, the back of my phone. No. Yeah, so it wasn't even about Son. It was what? Daniel Levy's face, like, all, o- all, o- all over the back of her phone. Is he, like, some weird religion? I don't know. Guy? I don't know. And, and, then, and then she said, he, he asked her about it, and she just said, she started laughing and said, Daniel Levy, and was just laughing. Yeah. It's like, like some, I don't some know. South Korean sex symbol. He was, I don't he, know. She Daniel Levy was, like, 16 years, years old. Um, just... It's weird, no. What the fuck? Love it, though. Brilliant. Love it, absolutely love it. Um, And Dom Lee apparently is on 200k a week, which puts him level with Kane. 
I have no issue with this because no. certainly in the first half you could see that this geezer is gravy and like I was watching it and we was writing these statements for the Patreon podcast I was writing the statements and, and, and one of the statements I, I, I put out I put together was um, and Dombele is everything that Dembele was for Tottenham and will go on to be much more important yeah. do you feel like that's a fair thing to say totally agree and um, he has end product he scores goals um, he's an incredible footballer the only problem is he's got fucking no stamina so he needs to be able to start lasting more games yeah I think that will come yeah, yeah. I think yeah I, I completely I think it will come he's, you know, he's come from the French League and he's how many games in at Tottenham he's not been playing every game 12, he needs to build 13, up that, if that his fitness and the rhythm with the team and stuff mm. I, I think he is going to be he's incredible he needs a, amazing, he needs a partner he yeah. needs someone to work alongside with that's, that's a good point yeah, yeah. Sissoko's, Sissoko's doing okay but he's not the right man Winks is fine but I think Winks is more of a direct replacement for Ndombele and Ndombele's better than Winks so yeah, he, how can he play he needs, a, he needs some we need to build a team around him and we need he needs a, he is needs it a partner. that we need like a destroyer in midfield and then him next to him because it feels like that's I the obvious so. thing but is it, is it the obvious thing like do players do top teams play with destroyers yeah Kante but, would yeah. be perfect right yeah yeah oh, yeah I think so but Kante's perfect for every team Jorginho uh, he, he, at Chelsea now is starting to show his, his ability he needs someone go. who can pass he needs we need we need a central midfield partner who can pass tackle and is a bit of a all rounder next to him. I think. Right. So he out of the two, uh, if we're playing a four two three one and you're playing Lindombele in that two, yeah, then it's someone who will be a deep line playmaker. Or? No, well for me right now in Spurs' team, I think Sissoko is still the best option to play alongside him. But the problem with um, against Everton is our passing ability, our passing midfielder was Ericsson who wasn't able to pass. Yeah. So I think if you play a combination of Sissoko and Lo Celso with Ndombele, I think that is that. I think that's what I would. So that, that free. That's what I would build a future on with like the to idea to replace Sissoko with an alternative. He, so so Lo Celso came on and played something like. Well, in the end, he played like twenty-five minutes. Yeah, but, but where I don't know where he was playing. He was just around the pitch. It was. <laughs> this is the problem with Pochettino at the moment. He's kind of throwing stuff at the pitch and seeing what seeing what works. Coys uh, underscore com. Coys uh, underscore com. Is that right? Yeah. So it might be. It may be Coys dot com. I know. T wouldn't get this wrong. Anyway, uh, what, what, what do you think? Uh, what do you think the likes of Kane and Sonny will do if we don't have Champions League football next season? I don't think. Nothing. They won't leave. Um, I don't think Kane will leave. I think there's more of a question mark over Son. No. But he, I, I he don't loves it. Kane, I think, wants to stay in. Um, if Kane goes to Manchester City or he goes to one of these teams, what's he going to do? He's just going to become another one of their players, and he'll never be. He'll never be part of of something which lasts for eternity. Also, I think that, that perversely, this incident with Andre Gomez and the way that we treat him, or we will treat him, right? Pochettino said that they had a. A question about whether or not he would need a psychologist to kind of help him process what what happened, and he said we're the best psychologists, and that's not saying we are psychologists. It's just saying yeah. that we know how to uh, to treat and handle Sonny, and I think that this situation will kind of steadfast his idea that he's at the right club. And in the same way that Danny Rose, you know, I know he's shit now, but Danny Rose <laughs> kind of never left Spurs because we never thought that he was crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean. I think as well, Riv, uh, uh, you know you like to believe that Kane and Sonny will, will stay, and I think the type of people they are, um, 
I think they feel they would probably feel like they owe it if we didn't get into the Champions League to say, right, we'll, we'll give it another go. And if they don't, if they don't, that's right, mate. Oh. Mm, a little bit. <laughs> uh, and uh, if if, they, if we don't uh, if we don't make it, they'll, they'll give it another crack. But then if it becomes two seasons, then they probably will. Well, then you understand, yeah. 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 But I, I just think like maybe Kane's <laughs> driven by this this being the top goal scorer. He's, he's driven by records. He's I broken so. so many. I think this would be more important, and he could probably do it within three seasons, and he could still get that move. Kane's not running around in glittering Lamborghinis. I think Kane has got enough money and enough common sense to make to do good with the money he's got. I think he's thinking long term about what he can become at Spurs, and um, I think a season out of the Champions League. I, th- I think we're a big enough club to be able to to deal with that and then work against. Can you imagine? Yeah. I would take not being in the Champions League or the Europa League next season to have a proper fuck. Can you imagine thirty eight games? Yes. All we have is thirty eight games. Yes. Have a fucking crack at yeah, the league. Yeah. What you, you've been off the FA Cup, been off the League Doesn't Cup. Doesn't matter. One game per week. Put fucking Jose Mourinho in charge. We win the no, fucking no, league. No, no, no. <laughs> I was with you 100. <laughs> so I went too much. See, yeah, the Jose smart. Mourinho. Bit Sorry, was, we didn't need that. Like we, like that season. <laughs> if, we, if we, all of it, I was like, yes, yes, yes. 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 And then you went yes. like, and then I fucked your mum. Like, no, no, no you and it was good. Yeah, no, no, my mum. Fuck her. Yeah. But I treated her well. She like, yeah, but her fanny looks like Buster Douglas's face after. No, I, I, I'm i with you 100%. And yeah. I think like a, a season out of it, like you look what Chelsea did, like Leicester. Le- Leicester are there now. And th- th- it's a lot more than just not having the Champions League or Euro- Europa League. Are they, are they, no, they're not, are they? No. So it's a lot more than that. They, they've got it going. But I feel like a club of our size, with our spending power, which will come to the fore, with a manager like Pochettino, that if we don't finish in that top five or six and get Europa League, that... With a newly refreshed squad, we could have an incredible season next year. Even if Pochettino isn't there, we could still have an incredible yeah. season. And that was the point I was making. I know, so. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, so I kind of feel like this is this season is a bit of a write-off. And Champions gonna... League at the at, at the at the moment we can we can afford to go one season without it. That's I think that's the truth of it. Whereas mm. before we couldn't, it was it was important because of the stature. Now with TV money and everything else, as Manchester United have shown. Uh, Arsenal are kind of sh- sh- have shown as well. You've still got money without being in that in that game show. Fair enough. Uh, what, what's uh, Barty? What's this? What's this guy's name? He's a Polish man. Um, Jake. Um, what's correct? On Twitter, he says, "Is there now a refereeing crisis in our game?" Yes, there is. There's a VAR crisis. Yep. There's a refereeing crisis. There is a. There is a. They fucked up the game. I don't know if there's a refereeing crisis. I'd say there's a rules crisis that, like the refs are calling it, but then they're just like within the rules and how they're interpreting. Like it. The, the, the the penalty for Deli Ali, and like the more I watched it, the more I was convinced that it was a penalty. It was shoulder first, though. Yeah, but it hit his arm, so it doesn't matter. No, but if if the ball comes off a, a body part of uh, of you, if so, if the ball comes off your thigh and hits your arm, not a penalty. Right. If the ball comes off a body part of an opposition player and hits your arm, not a penalty. And that's so what that, did it did. T- Tosin's shoulder, right? Yeah. So what they were looking at is whether or not it hit the shoulder first. If it hits the shoulder first and hits the hand, it's not a penalty. So three and a half minutes to decide. But that because it was really fucking tight, and it for me it looked like um, it didn't look like a penalty. But it wasn't. It, it wasn't. And, and the best thing I've heard about VAR was the clear and obvious error. If it's a clear and obvious error, like the Le- Leicester goal that they scored against Spurs yeah. when there were six players offside like 
not, not all of them were offside when the ball became active, but it was clearly offside. That I get. The yeah. Son decision in the same game, I don't get. The problem is um, VAR now has the ability to look to the to the centimetre, and if Son's toe is offside, it's offside. Yeah, but it's, it same is, with Femi, no, if, if no, it is one... offside. No, it is offside. I understand it, but yeah. just don't pull it back for that shit. It's too close to call. If it's daylight. If, if, if he's a yard offside, then, then pull it back. So, the, But the, this isn't VAR's problem. This is the rules problem. Right, of course. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's the biggest... The people that like yes. VAR are saying that we like VAR, but not the way that it's being... In- VAR, in, in, for what it is, as, as, a, as a tool, is an very idea. good. An idea. As, as an idea, as a concept, is really good. But the problem is it's being applied incorrectly, but it's being applied to, it's being applied to tools which are shit. To, okay. to rules which are shit. But I think the handball one is actually really good because... Um, Sissoko's in the Champions League final off his chest onto his arm so that shouldn't be a handball uh, now that wouldn't be given as a handball no right because there's like almost like two fantastic yeah it's great the last the last game that that rule existed was the Champions League final brilliant that's what I us. love being a guinea pig yeah. Yeah, I loved yeah. it when uh, the, the, we got knocked out because Chelsea yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I, lo- I love being the barometer of yeah. The shit that goes wrong. So it's good to be the them. first. Not no, no, not in that instance. Memorable for what? Not qualifying for the Champions League. Trying to look for positives. Fuck your positives. All right, that's it for the Fight Club podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Very enjoyed that. Uh, very enjoyed it. Very much. <laughs> we've had a lot of wine. Yeah, we have. We've had two bottles of wine. And you know what? I think red wine is the future of uh, the Fighting Club podcast. Yeah, I do. So I'm, it, feeling, I'm feeling a lot more uh, <laughs> relaxed and warm. Yeah, it's nice. Isn't yeah, it? It's, I feel yeah. warm instead of like aggro. Yeah, 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 yeah same. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Um, okay. Thank you very much, boys. Thank Sorry. you. We'll bye. see you uh, next week. Ciao. We bye said bye is. before. Right. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. A camel shut Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. 
Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.